You are listening to The Fem Focus, a podcast that seeks to educate and empower, which leads to effective change. I'm your host, Dorian Marie. Oh, goodness. Um, what is it I do again when I come on here and, 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 and conduct and facilitate a podcast? Moment of gratitude, right? That's how, that's how we start this off. We start this off with a moment of gratitude. Oh my gosh. Um, Ooh, I'm thankful and grateful to be doing this. Thankful and grateful for each of you listening. I am thankful and grateful that I said, Dorian, before you put out any other podcast episodes with guests, you need to do this one. (laughs) Y'all, it's been, it's, ooh, it's been rough. Here we are five months later and still and still in a pandemic okay so if I'm being honest when this started yeah COVID COVID-19 I didn't think it would last this long I mean I just knew that by this month you know it's August we're almost in September I knew that by this month we'd be back to quote-unquote normal and life would resume as it once did don't get me wrong, I, I took it seriously, but I just didn't think it'd be here, you know, getting settled and taking its coat off to stay a while. And that wasn't until family members were affected by COVID-19. Friends were affected by COVID. Family member passed away from COVID. Not to mention the effects of systemic racism, police brutality, violence against women, specifically black and trans women, that has been occurring. And well, we, we know that's something that's always been alive and well, but also decided to take up a few seats at this here double pandemic table. So yeah, the past five months have been especially heavy for me as I'm sure they have for many others, mentally and emotionally heavy. Uh, Let let me just tell y'all how I wasn't aware that I could be so overcome with so many different emotions at once. And I'm a person who embraces their emotions. I am a person who is emotionally sound. I am a person who works on consistently their emotional intelligence because, eh, Let's not forget that is something that has to constantly be groomed. I embrace who I am emotionally, but I also carry a lot emotionally. And I am so aware of that and more aware than I've ever been in my life over these past couple of months. Like a lot, you know, and if I'm being transparent, which (laughs) as of lately, I have just, I don't know, 31 sparked this whole, let's just be transparent and tell it all, sus, type of thing in me. And I'm cool. I'm here for it. But if I'm being transparent, it's sometimes stuff that's not even mine to carry, but stuff just be so heavy on the kid. And so that's why it's uber important for me along with, of course, all of my other wellness practices to be intentional. (laughs) There's a word we heard before on this podcast about checking in with myself. Um, If there's one thing I've learned in my little 31 years of life, it's that being intentional is the only thing that gets you to put a thing or action into practice. 
like literally nothing else. Want to know how I know? Okay, here you go. How many times, answer this, how many times have we said that we wished we had more time for this and that because of our busy schedules, we couldn't get things done. And now here we are at home, like literally and truly at home with, with more time that's subjective and still have yet to put this and that into our routines. I mean, come on, am I right or am I right? I mean, maybe I'm just speaking to myself because it is difficult for me as a person who can be so easily overcome and almost debilitated by certain emotions. So yes, I, Dorian Marie Johnson, have to be calculated when it comes to checking in with myself. Even to the point of checking in with myself when I'm feeling good. And that's something that I know I don't do. I don't do that. When I feel myself about to lose it or things are going haywire, I'm front and center when it comes to getting myself together. I'm like, all right, so, you know, this is what you need to do. Boom, boom, bam. Let's get it together, sis. I want to do those check-ins even when I don't feel I necessarily need to. So like putting myself on a weekly schedule. Side note, um, real quick. Speaking of schedules... <laughs> I randomly purchased a planner the other day and it felt so daggone good. I've been I've been winging it these past couple of months with a schedule because I was like, eh, I'm in a house. I don't really need this. I'm good. I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to waste my time. Like, I'm good. I can handle it. In my head, that I thought that was working, but, you know, that wasn't really working. But I bought a planner again. You know, it was a little August 2020 to like, I think another year, August 2021. And um, I'm, I'm ready to get myself um, back on track because <laughs> I thought I was doing something. But since you won't do nothing, this planner is about to help me get my life back like for real, for real, you know, or or to somewhat what it can be back to. Um, Yeah, because routines are real. These morning routines, night routines, what I'm doing during the day, planning out my days, like it's even more real when you're in the house. I haven't mastered it yet. We'll get to that in, in later episodes, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm going to try. So, you know, I talked about emotions. I talked about how difficult these past couple months have been. Um, and I, it has been difficult for me to just get it together and say, like, put this podcast episode out do these interviews, do this, because I just get to the point where I just, I want to lay in bed. I want to lie down. I don't want to be bothered. I just want to binge watch funny shows and um, not do anything else and eat good food, specifically carbs, bread, chips, you know. Y'all, it's been rough. It's been rough. I am thankful for things that are still existing and that are still coming full circle in my life. But I am also deeply saddened and deeply hurting by the things that have taken place over these past five months. All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk about how it is I check in with myself and I'm offering up this, uh, I don't know whether you wanna call it advice or tips, so that you can also check in with yourself. This is what works for me. This is what I'm trying to establish as a routine to work for me. So y'all know me. In the true fem focused fashion, I'm gonna share what it is. Learning to 
check in with ourselves can be a valuable means for personal growth and for self-awareness. Something that I'm all about, growth and awareness, being better, introspection, right? For me, there isn't always a perfect time to do this. I know most would say to be still, right? To find something that calms you and this and that. And if we're being truthful, sometimes life doesn't always work like that. And we just need to simply do a pulse check whenever and wherever we can, whether that be in the midst of chaos, while doing work, while cleaning your home, while virtually teaching your children or hollering at your children because they're not listening to you, eating dinner at the stoplight or having that glass of wine at the end of the evening, whatever it is. It doesn't matter because for me, I'm a huge proponent of just getting it done. Sometimes the atmosphere and the environment and the setting ain't going to be right. And that's okay. That's fine, right? Because we got to make it do what it do to be well and to live an effective life. We want to live effectively. And sometimes we have to push through the BS to get to effective. We spend so much time trying to create the perfect environment and situation, and yes, it's truly great, but I think that also presents a false sense of perfection in how we handle ourselves. Because if you think about it, it's something like, well, well, I'm going to get to that, but I need to do this first. And we constantly put things off because the environment, the perfection that we're seeking in order to be this person, we are handling ourselves how we are. We are coming. What does the church say? You're going to come as you are. That's how we doing it. I'm going to handle myself when and wherever I need to, if that's what I need at the moment. And I encourage everyone to take on that same mantra. I'm going to handle myself when and wherever I need to, if that's what I need at the moment. Okay. I believe that one simple mindfulness practice done in as little as like, let's say five minutes a day. If, if you can remember, I'm all about grace. Five minutes a day could help reduce stress, elevate the mood, and even improve self-esteem because that's what it does for me. It reduces my stress, it elevates my mood, and it even improves my self-esteem. So how do we do that? What do we do, right? I personally like to take the approach in three different steps. Um, That's what I have come to realize is the easiest for me it doesn't take a long a long time it's not a whole drawn out thing but three different steps five minutes or so or less whenever you can daily weekly monthly whatever you need to do check in do it because it's necessary and you're worth it the first step is I like to ask myself a question and it usually is surrounding one or two questions The first question is, what am I feeling right now? What's going on with me right now? And like I was saying, I I do a good job at doing this when I know that I'm feeling flustered or frustrated or angry or sad, but I don't do a good job at this when I'm feeling cool, I'm chilling, I'm good. But I think checking in on yourself in the good, bad, and different is important, right? What am I feeling right now? What's going on with me? right now and it's the first question for me because I'm trying to notice what my mind what my emotions and what my body is telling me simple as that I'm just trying to take notice what my mind what my emotions and what my body is telling me the second step I like to do is I like to answer those questions aloud and express exactly what it is so I'm asking myself what am I feeling right now and with me expressing it aloud 
that means that I'm identifying that feeling. So if sad comes up for me, it usually sounds like this. Something in me feels sad. Something in me. Because that's what it is, right? Those feelings, those emotions, even, you know, whether they're good or bad, it's something in us. When I say that, it allows me to distance myself from my thoughts, from my feelings, from my experiences, and gives me space and time to consider if I wish to react or simply let the experience be and let it go like Elsa. You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do with this? Like, what do I do? What am I what am I deciding to do? You know, that saying how it goes like, oh, you need to think before you act. Like, I think this second step in identifying it and something in me feels dot, dot, dot. Like, I think doing that allows us to think before we react, right? Before we say anything. It gives us choices because we have choices. I don't always make the best choices <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to how I'm feeling, but um, it gives us the choice. And so moving along to the third step, this is real simple and quick, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The third step is I'm taking time to acknowledge my feelings. Acknowledging that part of me is an act of acceptance and of letting things be without judgment, giving ourselves grace, no judgment. And you, you ain't got to do nothing. You know what I mean? I think often we find ourselves stuck in an emotional kind of like uh, uh, what's an example uh, like a cul-de-sac right because we try and process and move beyond a feeling while simultaneously beating ourselves up for having the feeling in the first place like what sense does that make absolutely not no except that the feeling or sensation is what it is it's gonna be what it's gonna be and that no feeling is final because our feelings fluctuate One thing that I always like to remind myself of is that our experiences are never singular, but always in flux. And the sooner we accept our current reality, the sooner movement will occur. This is the feeling that I've identified and noticed and acknowledged that's within me. What am I doing next? Okay, what's 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 the next thing? How do we get up out of this? How do we stay in this and appreciate this? Because sometimes with those feelings, like I said, they can be good things. And if we're happy and if we're content and we're grateful, let's stay in that. Why not bask in that, right? I'm able to move forward after I take the three steps. Sometimes, not all the time, God is still working on me, y'all. If I want to speak on it, if I want to act on it, or if I want to just understand and help myself understand that there's nothing I can do about it except move forward. This was quick. I needed to release a few things, talk about some things. Some things that have been helping me that, of course, I want to share and um, I hope it'll help you. If you did take the time to listen to this episode, know that I am thinking of you and I hope that you are doing as best as you can to thrive and survive. Just try to live in the world as we know it today. On your way out, as we end this episode, please remember that you are worthy You are powerful beyond measure and that your fears cannot go where you are headed. So until next time, stay focused, Fems.